Hello everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we are talking about the girl group Pixie. Woo. Hey. But Katie, what have you been doing this week in K-Pop? Um, not a lot. Your list is longer than mine. Well, so. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a lot. I mean, I've been I've been back into like listening to music now because I actually have a job. Mm-hmm. I have a freelance job, but I'm doing QA work again, which is very exciting and mm. overwhelming as hell. <laughs> yes. Because there's just like too much to do, which is fine. I'm dealing with it. But um, anyways... Uh, today they released um the set list for August E for his new album for Sugar's new album, and one of the songs like I'm excited about the one for J Hope like mm-hmm. he's because it's soap. I mean we love we right. love it, and it's but, called huh huh, <laughs> which is perfect. Um, but I'm really excited that Sugar's doing a song with Wusung from The Rose. I saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God. My people know each other. Mm-hmm. As if like I actually know these people. I don't. But it's exciting when like your favorite group crosses with your other favorite group and they yep. do stuff together. It's really fun. I agree. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I've also been freaking out about the set list for Seventeen. Not set list, but like the track list for seventeen. Yeah. So their album is FML, right? And all of us were like, "Oh, I wonder what it means." It's probably something super, you know, wholesome. It's not. It's no, not. It it's literally exactly means. What we thought. <laughs> yeah, it literally means what we thought. But I saw a clip. Um, there's a song on the album called "I Don't Understand, But I Love You," mm-hmm. and I saw a clip of Hoshi explaining why. That that's his favorite phrase. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about it. I think it was all of the group together. They were all talking about stuff. I don't remember. I didn't watch this particular like thing. Mm. So he was talking about how he loves seeing that in the chat because it's it's a different kind of feeling that he gets when he sees that because there's so many people who love them so much they don't speak the same language. So a lot of time we go through watching live streams without understanding anything that's being said. Um, but it doesn't matter. So it's, I don't, I don't understand, but I love you. And yeah, it's a very think, common phrase for international fans to yes. type in a live. <laughs> um, and then Sun Quan said that he loves seeing that too, because he goes, for me, it seems like just seeing us or being around us is enough. Mm-hmm. And it was very sweet. And I'm like, man, is this song going to be emotional? Because I don't know if I can handle that. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm excited for this album. Yeah, I am too. I'm really, really excited. And I'm don't like I bought that signed one. So I don't know whose autograph I'm going to get. Like it could be anybody. Oh, um, my God. One of 13. Who knows? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited about that. Um. The one thing that I've wanted most in this world is for BTS or anybody from BTS to do a damn studio chum, and it finally happened. Oh my god, yes, that's right. Jimin. Jimin did a studio chum, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where has BTS been? 
this whole time. Why are you not doing st- 4K studio chooms, my 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 boys? No kidding, because it's not like Hybes against studio choom because all their other groups do it. It's just, I guess when BTS was promoting, they just didn't need to do any of that kind of stuff. But, but I needed them to do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Jimin's was super good. Mm-hmm. Like they did a phenom, he did a phenomenal job. So I love that. Um, I've been watching clips from EXO's fan meet that just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been all over my TikTok, and ninety percent of them are Dio dancing, doing the Rover challenge, and it's if you put somebody at like twenty five percent and they just go up there and do it, and it's so funny to watch. <laughs> I have to go watch this now. I I think I saved a few of them. I'll send you one, but mm-hmm. it's been really funny because um. They've been getting, giving Dio a hard time for some weird reason. It's just like all over the place. I He's mean, so funny to, I feel like, to make fun of. <laughs> I mean, for reals, though. It's been, it's been super fun to watch Um, because, you know how, like, we haven't really, like, dove into EXO them, like, as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So one of the songs that was performed on Boys Planet, right, was an EXO song. And I've actually never heard the actual version of that. And then I heard a clip of it. And the high note that um, we sings on Boys Planet for it mm-hmm. is what Dio sings in the mm-hmm. actual song. And so I saw that clip and I was like, oh, damn. Exactly. Beautiful. Don't worry, guys. Our EXO series is coming. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been loving it. Um, and then Mang of BT21 did a face reveal. Yep. I was so emotional about it. I, I was I was so emotional about it. And I think it was a lot of it was right after the face reveal. Like RJ came up and gave him tea. Gave them tea because I uh all the BT21 characters are genderless, which mm-hmm. I just learned. I didn't know that actually. Um so they gave them tea and then they just sort of sat there together and it was so wholesome mang is so cute so cute i'm gonna need a plush asap oh yeah like i need one exactly i agree like i cherish my mang uh plush that i've got and but i'm gonna need a a face reveal version thanks i agree um also tame in his home mm-hmm. he's back and he's so cute He's really filled out in his face, so he looks different, yeah. like Taman does. But oh my god, him and his cat are reunited. <sighs> he has two cats, him and both of his kitties. That's right, his cats. Yes, <sighs> it's been everything. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for well anything. Taman's doing a fan meet, and I'm like, is this gonna be live streamed? Because I need to. I'll pay money to watch it because I've missed him so much. <laughs> probably, probably will be. Um, I hope so. And then I've been trying to catch up on Boys Planet. I'm now, I'm once again two episodes behind. And the next, the episode that just happened, I think, is the next cut. Oh. I think. Okay. I know episode 10 went up. Did 11 go up too? I, actually, I don't know. I watched the second cut. I watched that one. Mm -hmm. People were telling me that I was going to get, like, emotional and stuff. And I think it's – I didn't because I'd already looked at who was in the top nine without realizing – without even really thinking about, like, who was getting eliminated. Yeah. Um, I didn't get emotional either, but – 
I think it's because all know. the people I was emo- I'm emotionally attached to are still on the show. Yeah, same. I think that the next elimination or the final elimination will be the worst one. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there's only 10 episodes so far, so I just have one episode to catch up on. Yeah, so I need to watch the third mission performances and then whatever which one just got released. Mm-hmm. I think it's like part two of the performances. Okay, my computer is uh, hot. <laughs> Oh, is it running? It's running real hard. It's hot in my room. <laughs> it's working. Yeah. I mean, I did manage to finish A Shoulder to Cry On. They had two special episodes, which I haven't watched yet, but I did watch all of A Shoulder to Cry On, which was fantastic. Um, both of the members of Omega X were phenomenal in it. It's hard to it's hard to tell that this was their first time acting. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a great job. I also watched the BL drama All the Liquors, and that one was super good. Okay. Okay. I powered through that one. <laughs> All right. Highly recommend. It was super cute. I was there. It was one of those like wholesome, like giggling, you know, like laying on the bed giggling with like your feet like in the air kind of yes. deal. Like that. That was that whole show. <laughs> I love that. It was really good. It was so cute. You're just like, can you guys just be together already and stop? <laughs> I love it. Like, I need it. Aww. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. What about you? Um, So Jisoo from Blackpink. I don't know if you've heard of her. She <laughs> was on Yunji's Nothing Much Prepared, which is finally back, which is very exciting. Um, It was hilarious. Because Jisoo is funny, but it was just so good to watch Yunji's show again, you know, and just watch her get drunk and all kinds of fun. She had a, one of those like toy drum set microphone things. So she was like playing the drums, like <laughs> oh my goodness. singing Blackpink songs. It was great. Um, but my favorite part was she played her solo song for her. Mm-hmm. obviously this was recorded before it was released but it was funny she was like oh should i play it for you okay and she's all embarrassed and and so she starts to play it and yunji's like is that your voice and she's like yeah it's a solo <laughs> like like of course it would be her voice because she's like yeah it's a solo so it's my voice. oh my god it was so funny and then i watched mark lee's golden hour did you watch that no i did not yet girl you need to watch it because I was, I don't know how to feel about it. It's like, okay, it's so good, but the lyrics, I can't tell if they're brilliant or crazy. It's Mark. So both. It's, <laughs> like, he's talking about eggs, but like, obviously using it like a metaphor. Okay. But there's like constant Gordon Ramsay references and he's talking about, like, he's, I don't know. It's like, there's so much wordplay that I'm like, again, is this genius or is this crazy? You have to watch it and let me know what you think. <laughs> it has the possibilities of all the possibilities that are possible. No, because... <laughs> what? That's actually how it is. Oh. Like, <laughs> so, no, but, like, some of some of the, the things he says, I'm like, again, wow really good wordplay but does that make sense like i mean it's 
is Mark. He he brilliantly crazy. That's what it is. Exactly. And then speaking of things that also you're like, does that make sense? August D's People Part 2. Very, very, very good. Obviously. Love it. I've been playing it nonstop ever since it came out. Yeah. But I use uh, lyrics. Can we talk about how it does not really make sense? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't quite mean anything I don't but know. it sounds really good it's very catchy yeah and iu obviously sings it beautifully yeah but you're like what does that mean i don't <laughs> but i love that song i've mm-hmm. genuinely i've been playing that and i've also been playing a pink's D, which came out this week but but like i get like a song and a half to and from work right because my commute's so short so i've been playing those two songs like on rotation for the past couple of days and it's just been great so that's really about it for me um moving on to this week in k-pop billy have earned their first ever music show win for anoya on sbs's m the show congrats to them new jeans has taken their first win for hype boy on this week's Ikigayo. And you're thinking, I'm sorry, did we travel back in time uh, to when that song came out? And it's because, so like all the comments under the the Reddit, because when, you know, under this post, uh-huh. uh, we're talking about how at the time attention was getting all the attention. Like it was getting all the wins and the, mm-hmm. you know, the hype and the promotion. But Hype Boy became obviously popular but they weren't necessarily promoting it and then obviously when oh my god and ditto came out those were winning music shows and those were being promoted but hype boy never necessarily got its time on the music show got it so i guess fans were like well we need to have this song win too (laughs) okay (laughs) so they like joined together to make it win but they like beat out all the songs that are actually promoting (laughs) that's funny you know, just simple things. Uh, Chu from uh, Luna has signed an exclusive contract with ATRP, All the Reasons to Play. They're a, like a startup company. So originally everyone had thought that they she had gone with a different company, but it turns out not really. She's with this one. It's kind of confusing. Okay. Um, TV report shares that CM- CEMA has found insufficient grounds for Blockberry Creative's claims of Chu having a double contract with BY4M and rejected their request to suspend her entertainment activities, probably because she signed with a different group <laughs> or a different company. <laughs> so then it doesn't matter. They yeah. were like, what you're they thinking like, is wrong. Exactly. Uh, Jimin's Like Crazy debuts atop Billboard's Hot 100, first solo number one for a BTS member. That was kind of a crazy feat, and honestly not surprised. <laughs> I'm not either. Um, Big Hit Music officially announces BTS's J-Hope's uh, upcoming enlistment. There will be no official event on his entry date. I don't think they're telling anyone. They're not. When it is, because I, I saw a post from him this morning where he was like, don't worry, I'm not going tomorrow. I'll go live during this week. 
I guess because maybe everyone's waking up every day and being like, are you going today? Are you going tomorrow? <laughs> it's because he cut his hair. Oh, so, so everyone's freaking out. Freaking out. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, it's not like egghead short, right? Like how everybody looks like an eggy. Um, yeah. It's not it's just short. It's just very short. Like he cut his hair. Everyone saw him in JK's last live tay mm-hmm. and j-hope were in it um mm-hmm. with jungkook and his five dollar clothes basket from daiso mm-hmm. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. love, we love a man who uh we can relate to on every possible level absolutely um yeah j-hope's hair was like crazy short he looked really good but it was like everybody was freaking out about it <laughs> gotcha makes sense um, and then you mentioned it a bit earlier, but August D's D-Day track list was released, and we're obviously very excited about that. Blackpink's Jisoo has earned her first ever music show win for Flower on NBCM Show Champion. 5050's Cupid rises to a new peak of number 94 on the Billboard Hot 100. It's just trending like crazy on TikTok. Dreamcatcher's second official fan club meeting... Um, Reason Boutique from Insomnia is happening soon. Uh, they put up like a teaser poster. They look great. La Seraphim's trailer for Unforgiven, uh, it's called Burn the Bridge, has been released. And girl, it is good. Okay. They look so good. And this concept is, I'm like, I'm so here for it. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Extenary Heroes and One We are both having comebacks. Ooh, I've seen some of the like concept stuff for Extenary Heroes and it looks good. It is the time of the bands. I'm so excited. Like I've yeah. seen concept photos for both and it was insane. I love it. Uh Command the M or CMDM as it's put here. Uh boys. Sorry, I don't even know what to how to call this. Group. I don't know either. I just I, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh a new pre-debut boy group from Command the M Entertainment shares member intro photos. All right. Alice is to release their second single album, Showdown. Very excited for that. I really liked Alice's uh first single. CLC Yeun is having their first single album. Uh, the beginning. Tempest is releasing their fourth mini album, "The Calm Before the Storm." Obviously, very excited. About that. I'm pumped. I can't wait. <laughs> Drippin is releasing their third single album, Seven Sins." I'm terrified. By the way, I saw the pictures and I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> and then Katie wrote, "Not too sure what this is, but We I was announced as the winning artist." of road to m countdown seventh gen the winning artist is given the chance to appear on the special stage of road to m countdown and a seed ticket to challenge in road to kcon so congrats to them <laughs> i mean it's exciting for wei but i have no damn idea what road to m countdown or road to kcon is no idea Weas is a eight-member boy group under Weas Entertainment. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. I don't know because I was really confused because there's We Us, right? Which is right. one we and one us when they're together. Right. But this right. is a different group. Maybe it's pronounced 
Nope, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> nope, I don't know. I don't know. But they're, they debuted on April 3rd with the song Purple Sky. So we'll have to go check that out. Zodiac? I'm assuming is how you pronounce that? I'm going to go with yeah, because apparently we can't just put... Or just Zodiac, maybe? It's probably Zodiac, but with an with X. An X is a 17-member trainee boy group under the Chinese agency One Cool Jesco, uh, which is set to debut on April 25th with Throw the Dice. The lineup will change every comeback. Whoa, okay. I was distraught when I saw it was 17 people. I was like, holy. So maybe they'll only pick like a few at a time, kind of. I, I think so. So I think the the people that are debuting with throw the dice it's not the whole group i don't know i don't know the concept of this i just saw it on reddit so if anybody is aware of what's going on i know that i just like got i was like whoa 17 people when nct is 23 (laughs) right (laughs) still though i mean that's still a lot it's a lot of people i mean groups are not that big normally so Mm -hmm. and then last this got dropped last night for us uh queendom puzzle is now a thing and i was freaking out so basically they're doing like another season of queendom but instead of groups competing for first place it's individual members from existing groups to form a project group yeah so but they have to like compete to be in the group oh so so very like one one uh one yeah it's kind of like that, except they're not, like, like some of them are trainees and some of them are a- actually in groups, I guess, right? So... Kind of like Boys Planet. Yeah. Boys- but this one, it's like all people who are in existing groups. So basically, they're coming uh... together to form, like, a super group. I feel like that was another project from before. Like, it's something similar. I don't know. I mean... It could it could be really good. Um, I'm excited to see mm-hmm. who is actually in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they like they played a bunch of girl group songs, but low key, some of the songs they were playing, I was like, you did not get a member from Blackpink to do this show. Come on, <laughs> like they were playing songs from like really popular groups, and I was like, there is no way, like. I don't know. They I should mean, do they should do smaller groups. I mean, you know? M Mnet has this problem where they somehow are able to con groups that don't need to be on these shows because of their level of popularity and they do it to get popularity yeah. instead of trying to showcase groups that need help, like the help or like they need the spotlight, not the help per se but like they need the spotlight to get more people to notice them which is very much what like um road to kingdom was right because a lot of the groups on there were very much like ones that that are popular but not as popular as they could be Mm -hmm. and then kingdom legendary war right they're like let's just put stray kids and (laughs) 80s icon b2b like these groups that everyone knows exactly (laughs) on here Uh, i don't understand but all right i mean i don't know 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, I texted you. I was like, guess I know what I'm covering on the podcast. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you guys have to let me know if you want me to cover that. But obviously, I would love to do that. Okay, moving on. We are on Patreon. So we are currently offering two subscription levels, $1 and $5. We just dropped a $5 episode there recently. It was a lot of fun. Please go check it out. Um, For more details on what is included in each tier, please visit patreon.com and search You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. We also have a single tier available on our Anchor subscription, which is on our anchor.fm page, aka Spotify for podcasters. The link is in the show notes. So just please check that out. And we shall move on to our main topic. So as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we are talking about a girl group called Pixie. Um, Pixie is a girl group that was formed in 2021. So they are fresh and new. Um, They're from an entertainment group called entertainment company called All Art Entertainment and Happy Tribe Entertainment. I think it's like a collaboration between the two companies. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, They debuted on February 24th, 2021, and they currently consist of the members Daya, Lola, Sua, Dajun, and Rinji, but their former members include Ella and Satpyo. So they went through a bit of a lineup change recently, but we'll talk more about that as we go along. So let's get to know the members that debuted in 2021, and then we'll get to know the newest member a bit later on. Um, So first we have Ella, who is a 98 liner. She was the leader of the group when they debuted, and she is the main vocalist. She is also a former member and leader of Cherry Bullet under the stage name Mire, but then she left Cherry Bullet on December 2019 and they decided to terminate her exclusive contract for personal reasons. Um, her favorite idol is IU, so good taste. <laughs> <laughs> Great taste. Uh, and then on May 28th, 2022, All Our Entertainment announced that Ella would be on hiatus due to health concerns and personal stress. Um, but then not long after that, she left the group. So, I don't know... I don't want to speculate, but that's just what happened. So we'll just talk about her and her time in the group when we get go further on. Um, Satbyo is an 01 liner or 2001 liner. I don't know how to say that. Lead rapper. Uh, in karaoke, she likes singing songs by Bobagon and IU. So again, great taste. <laughs> great. I'm, just, I'm not biased at all. I'm not. Uh, she appeared in the drama Chubby Romance and Chubby Romance 2. Her hobbies include singing, writing lyrics, playing guitar, and she is actually credited for writing most of the storyline for Pixie, hmm. which is kind of cool. Daya uh, is an 01 liner, and she is now the current leader and main vocalist. Uh, she trained for four years. Her favorite artist is Blackpink. She auditioned for K-pop star in season five with Denise from Secret Number. There wasn't a whole lot of information about her, strangely. Uh, Next, we have Lola, who is an O-one-liner, main rapper and visual. She is the last member to join the group, and she was born in Busan and is a former trainee under 
Wii Entertainment. Uh, and her favorite idol is Crush. Next, we have Sua, who is an 03 liner, sub vocalist, and the fifth member to join the group. She was also born in Busan. Uh, she can play the piano. Uh, she used to do ballet, and her favorite idol is Mama Moo. Again, the taste. <laughs> Will you relax? Listen, I'm just saying they have good taste. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's your ult. Everyone loves your ults. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> Next, we have Dajun, who's O3 uh, liner lead vocalist. Dajun is a former member of Supa. Uh, she is a fan of the Hyori plays Overwatch, and has been known to come off cold, but is very soft and sweet and does a lot of Aegyo for the members. So she kind of has that, like, cool girl look to her, but she's, like, actually really sweet, you know, in person. Mm -hmm. So that's just, yeah, I can relate to that. (laughs) So in terms of, like, the concept of Pixie, right? Traditionally in British folklore, pixies are mischievous little fairies with a bit of good and bad to them. So pixie draws a lot on this battle between good and evil and the balance of the two and that kind of a thing. Okay. So K-pop girl group Pixie draws on this heritage to inspire their musical releases and performances and the members hope that it will draw fans to them. Jumping into their music. On February 24th, Pixie f- officially debuted with their single, Wings. So, a little bit about Wings. They're, each video comes with, like, a animated storyline video that is, like, released before the song. Mm. I think it's called Worldview or something like that. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on, like, the storyline that this each video pertains so there are six fairies portrayed by the members who were born without wings and made fun of by the other fairies because of it one day they find a pair of broken wings and start having nightmares of a witch in the dream the witch says bring me the broken wings before the red moon rises and i will give you and your friends shiny new wings however if you don't i will curse you and everyone around you So the fairies decide to venture off into the dark forest to find the witch. Some symbolism in this music video are butterflies. You see a lot of butterflies flying around. And the wings of the fairies are designed to look like the wings of a butterfly. And we even see butterflies in the members' backs during the music video. The butterfly's main symbolism is transformation or metamorphosis. And I don't believe it's coincidence that we see butterflies being related to the fairies This is usually portrayed as a positive thing, as someone becoming a better version of themselves. But in the case for the wingless fairies, I can't see this being a positive transformation. I believe that even if the witch does give them the wings, the trade will come at a price and the transformation they undergo will be much darker. There's actually a lot that alludes to this in the official music video, such as Dajun being swallowed up by the shadows in one scene, and even the choreography, including portions of the members' arms being held up as if they're being controlled by something. Daya even gains large black wings in one scene, which starkly contrasts the single white feather that she has previously found, but they start to fall apart as she attempts to fly up. So perhaps in exchange for gaining these wings, the fairies could become corrupted by the witch's curse and turn evil. 
So we watched the Wings music video as well as the performance version because I wanted you to see like their choreo and mm-hmm. all of that. So what did you think of the the music video? Um, this was on a set that we know quite well. <laughs> huh? What? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen. I don't know if I've ever seen this building before. <laughs> Only once or a hundred times. It's super popular. They're like, we're never going to be able to demo this building because K-pop keeps filming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the music videos there. <laughs> um, no, I thought I thought it was really interesting. It was really cool to like watch. It was a good. Mu- it was a very good like debut video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you've never heard anything from Pixie before no like yesterday yeah pretty much yeah um i did pick up on the good versus evil thing Mm -hmm. um even though their name is pixie i was not going in the pixie direction which i should have Uh okay but i mean it makes sense i mean it could have gone either way because if you think pixies i was thinking fallen angels at one point because some Mm. of the symbolism was very much that Mm -hmm. um I think that's just because we just came off of watching, like, the boys, and they were doing, like, a whole Fallen Angel storyline, which makes sense. True. And, like, you literally see her try to fly, and she falls. Yes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, because they're trying to get wings, which means that, like, they didn't have wings at some point mm-hmm. um, for whatever specific reason. But now we know it's because they were not born with the wings, so they're mm-hmm. trying to get them. Um, but you could pick up very much on the whole good versus evil thing, right? Because everything always comes with a price, right? Mm-hmm. So even though if they take the the broken wings to the witch, like she may bless them with wings, like give them the wings, but they won't be exactly what they're looking for, right? Exactly. And considering obviously this witch has very evil intention. Oh yeah, definitely. She's just essentially just using them and their you know need for what they want to to just get what they like what the witch wants like i'll just use these vulnerable people that simply want wings and they'll be desperate enough to do whatever i want and we see more of that later on um what did you think of the performance video and like the choreography and um i thought the editing was very good they did a great job um with all of it, with all of the editing, because there was a lot of, like, splits between parts, and they're doing the same dance move, just wearing, like, a different outfit. Um, the choreography is really good. It really draws you in mm-hmm. to kind of follow the storyline and stuff, and it works really It works really well. Like, they do a phenomenal job. Um, I was thinking right now that this is very, like, Ariel, the Little Mermaid thing. Right? Because the Ursula, right? The sea witch, she preys on the vulnerable to get them what they want. But there's always a price you have to pay, right? So Ariel wants to be with her prince. But in order for her to do that, she has to have legs. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, the witch is like, I'll give you legs. But in return, I want your voice. Exactly. Right? And then she puts a stipulation in there that she has to get kissed by her one true love before, you know, I forget what it is, whatever day it is, right? Yeah. Before the sun sets on the third day. That's what it is. Um, And it could be very similar to this, right? She's like, well, I'll give you the wings if you bring me these wings, but there will also be some sort of stipulation 
mm-hmm. to it, right? And we're so used to just not reading those terms of service. We're just like, exactly. agree, sign on the line, <laughs> right? Exactly. I I really like this song a lot. I think for a debut, it's insane mm-hmm. how well this performance is. Like, especially for a girl group, you don't typically see girl groups do such intricate choreography. Mm-hmm. Um and so much of their choreography tells a story. Uh, we see that continue on throughout a lot of their um, choreography where even if you didn't know the storyline, you could almost get a vague idea of the story they're trying to tell because it's just very clearly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. On May 20th, Pixie released the first EP, Bravery, and its lead single, Let Me Know. So chapter two, Fairy Forest Bravery, is a sequel to the first chapter and has a story of fairies getting confused by witches luring and therefore doubting one another. The witch also tells the fairies to sacrifice one of them. And in the title song, Let Me Know, music video, you will be able to see the members sacrificing Daya. Dang. Yeah. So from what I remember, because I watched a couple of theory videos, but... I didn't want to go like insanely deep mm-hmm. on the lore. Um, from what I remember, Dajun is the one that lies to the others that Daya was the one to try to steal the broken wing that they found and then pits them all against her. And that's why they sacrifice her. Uh... Yeah. Um, so a specific symbolism in this video, we see a lot of blue roses. So blue roses are often used to symbolize mystery or the unattainable since they do not exist in nature because of genetic limitations, right? We don't actually have blue roses. Not naturally, yeah. Exactly. So this is clearly implying that the girls will not get the wings that they hope to. Um, In the music video, we see the swarm of butterflies turn into wings on fire. There's like a bunch of the butterflies like swarm into the room and then we boom cut to these like wings in the background made of branches that are just lit on fire which is kind of cool um and then we see all of the members running towards them but leaving her so i guess that's the kind of symbolism that they're showing like oh we're sacrificing her brutal (laughs) daya yeah so what did you think of let me know there was this like cool kaleidoscope background feature thing that happened at Mm. one point which was pretty cool um, they kept featuring like a tree, <laughs> and I was like, "Does this tree mean something?" <laughs> well, I think if I remember, I could be mixing this up with something else. But isn't the tree like have IVs on it or something? I think it does or have like- IV on it because it was in the first video. Like there was like a tree in it, um, right? And then the tree's in it again, but it's like in full bloom. And then it's on fire later. Mm. So I did not I did not find any notes about the symbolism of that, but I just maybe it means it nothing. Could, and I'm just it, like, there's it a could tree. Mean something. <laughs> <laughs> um the vocals and the rapping in the song are phenomenal. Like this group is very good. Like they're very good singers. Mm-hmm. Um I love and the rappers have like deep ass voices it was crazy like all of them do (laughs) i was like this is wild Mm -hmm. um i'm also have to say i'm upset that the person i was like totally in love with is one of the people that left um the group (laughs) 
Which one? Ella. Ella. Yeah. She. I loved her voice very much. She was such a standout for this group. Yeah. And it, it totally is such a shame. Um, both her and Seth Beale, act- actually, because yeah. Seth Beale is like the the one with the deep, yeah. deep, deep voice. So that plays such a uniqueness to this group, as well as the fact that she came up with a lot of the storyline mm-hmm. and things like that. And then Ella is like the main vocal, right? And she's like a lot of times um, very front mm-hmm. and center. And she brings such a, I don't know, just a beauty to this group. Like for such a dark group, she has such a beautiful voice. Yeah, she was the one that had the short hair the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like exactly. Her a lot. Yeah. Um, at one point in the video, they're wearing this, like, they're wearing, like, these chrome purple outfits, which, mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, and then, Yeah, they do a lot of purple. I like it. Yeah, they do play a lot with color, too, throughout this, because there's, like, a time where in, when I think they're supposed to be symbolizing, like, temptation and evil, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of red going on, because, you know, yeah. red symbolizes passion and temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But they also use a lot of purple, blues. Well, again, the balance of good and evil, right? Mm -hmm. Good can essentially represent blue or like innocence can represent blue Mm -hmm. and like the blue rose and the blue butterflies mixed with the red, which is the temptation and the red moon. And you put those together Mm -hmm. or you blend those two and that's purple. Yeah. At At the end of the video, there was like what I'm assuming is a giant butterfly, but it also could have been a giant moth. So not entirely sure. True. Like the animation where it's like flapping its wings and kind of glowing a little bit. Yeah. But like it Mm. looked like a butterfly, but it also kind of had like a a moth body thing going on. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, it was cool, but at the same time, I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Fair enough. It was like giant butterfly moth. And then I mentioned the burning tree. So I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look into that, but I mean, that could definitely symbolize a lot of things. Um, Possibly. I don't know. It depends uh, on. I really like. Yeah. What they think about the tree. Sorry. Go ahead. Exactly. No, no, you're good. Uh, I really like Let Me Know. I When this came out, I was I was definitely there for. It was funny. I was always there for Pixie's comebacks, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't like necessarily rewatch their music videos over and over again at first. I, but I listened to a lot of their songs and this was one of them. I listened to this song a lot. Um, and there's one particular line. I always thought it said, it's me, Anyon, like, like, hi. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I realized it's just, it's me and you, but the way it's pronounced, it sounds like, and you, and you. And so I'd always like sing it that way. And then I was like, oh, nope, it's just me and you. Okay. <laughs> I can't explain it, but it's that that always was in my head. It happens. You want to you wanna learn lyrics to songs? Try to karaoke them. You realize that yep. you don't know anything. <laughs> exactly. Okay. On October 7th, Pixie released their second EP, Temptation, and its lead singles, Addicted and Bewitched, with the beside the moon uh so the moon they did a performance music video for it for their 100 days after debuting uh what did you think of that um i was so intrigued by the person rapping because their voice was so deep and that's probably sipio i was like dang her voice is so deep (laughs) um 
So there's a part in the video where they're dancing and they're wearing what are probably really sport- oversized suits. Oversized suits, <laughs> but like they're wearing like what look like sports bras underneath, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And there's a point where they like close the jacket and then they open it and they're wearing a completely different shirt and that was the most seamless transition (laughs) exactly yeah this was a fun video like you know me and ladies with suits i was like oh hello but i loved that they incorporated the outfit so much into the choreo it's really cool and i love one of my favorite things i've learned in uh, watching all these k-pop videos is watching People tra- like the smooth transitions between scenes when they're doing the same dance move, but they're wearing a completely different outfit. Mm-hmm. It's it's so satisfying. It's so satisfying when it looks like oh they never even cut because they were in one outfit and then like they're wearing completely different shirts, and it's fantastic. Um, I did notice that at some point the moon keeps disappearing in different scenes, and I don't know if that means anything. Possibly. Um, because it's there and then it's not there and then it's there again. So I don't know mm. if it's means anything. Um, when they danced with the jackets, that was crazy. When they were like it was swinging cool. one of the girls, I was like, holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like they, the jacket was genuinely a huge part of the choreo. Yeah. Which was cool. I like that. Um, they were able to incorporate like what they were wearing into it, and it makes sense why their jackets were so big because they were going to be using them as part of the choreography. Um, mm-hmm. but it was pretty cool. I mean, they looked good. They danced extremely well. Like they're very, very talented. Yeah, I agree. Um, so still with me was also a B side on this EP. And this was released as like a song to Winksy, the fans. And we got a special music video showing behind the scenes clips. Uh, so what did you think of this song? Um, I absolutely love behind the scenes videos. They're my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't ask to cry. Thanks. Aw. Didn't, <laughs> didn't ask for that. Um, it was a good song. It was something like different that they hadn't shown yeah you know before yet it was very good very emotional like they whoever wrote this song or whoever in like as a group together wrote this they put a lot of like emotion and feelings into it at least i think they did um Mm -hmm. it was done very well and got to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff so it was cute yeah it was fun it was fun to see them like interacting with each other and Mm -hmm. getting emotional with each other and i was like oh Okay, on to Addicted. So, continuing Pixie's storyline from Let Me Know, and as mentioned in the music video description, Addicted strongly showcases the last chapter best and brings back the feeling into an interpretation, yeah, interpretation of Pixie's addiction towards the witch. So, the dark colors and themes shown throughout the video fit the feeling of this chapter of their storyline, particularly where Daya is shown held by chains after having been sacrificed to the witch in Let Me Know. I think the standout symbol for this music video is the blood that is absolutely everywhere. (laughs) Uh, We see a drop of blood hit Daya's eye, and it seems to infect her and everyone else. Uh, It sucks them in, it gets them addicted to the witch and her plan, 
like how blood stains and is hard to get rid of the want and need and desire they have to gain their wings and to gain what they want from the witch is so far gone that they will do anything to get it. Since Dajun is was the one to lie and to get the others to sacrifice Daya, I think this is why we see her at the table looking unbothered. Mm. Uh, we also see the butterfly stuck in the pool of blood um, when we see her, and we see blood spilling, and we see glass shattering. Um, it's also why, like, when Daya is, like, sucked in and then lands on the table and she's, like, crawling towards her, obviously it's, like, that battle between those two. Mm-hmm. We also watched the live performance of this because I really wanted you to see the crazy cool choreo because you also see Daya at the beginning, like essentially tied up. Like it's like the girls have her tied up in the choreo and she's trying to like break free. Um, Again, it's just like fully telling a story within Mm -hmm. the choreo. But what did you think of the music video first? Um, Well, straight out starts out with somebody being buried. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep i was like someone's dead that i was sacrificed so, <laughs> i was like well that's terrifying um loved the full purple outfits was very here for it they looked great mm-hmm. um i did see some similar imagery to another group that we've hmm. seen like some of the stuff that they were showing I don't know. It just felt like Dreamcatcher. Actually, 80s. Oh, okay. like Answer Wonderland. Right. I've actually have people, a lot of people who are fans of 80s also enjoy Pixie because they kind of have a similar vibe. Yeah, I did. Like, there's a part in it where I think they're like standing on dirt and there's these lights behind them. Mm. Um, I think it was very similar to a scene from one of the ATs music videos. I'm pretty sure it's answer, but I could be wrong. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was just very, it, it stood out very much. I was like, Oh, this is very interesting because, um, they used like the chains and stuff too, because they have that whole betrayal storyline going on with the AU for, mm-hmm. for ATs. So, um, this is the one where it was doing like a lot of the red, deep red color, right? Yeah. The coloring. So it was like, dark but also it had a very dark red lighting going on mm-hmm. um which was probably used to symbolize like their deep addiction to the witch exactly they're fully enamored by the temptation yeah so they did a great job of portraying that because like we said before lighting and coloring tell such a big story right and using that sort of deep deep red color really shows just how deep their addiction goes to because now at this point they did the sacrifice but now the reward of getting their wings is getting further and further away and the witch is requiring them to do more and more and more and because they're so desperate to get their wings because they want to be part of you know the pixie fairy community or whatever um They're so desperate for it that they're willing to keep doing more and more and more to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also kind of scary how the girl was just like sitting there and being like also unbothered. She just like had her friend sacrificed. (laughs) She's like, no big deal. Exactly. Messed up. And then what did you think of their performance? 
Okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, they were wearing, I think, dance shoes. Mm. Um, but I was... I didn't notice that. I don't know why I was thrown by... They just looked like they were wearing, like, very supportive orthopedic, like, uh, uh... <laughs> orthopedic orthotic shoes and i was like get that support girl (laughs) i don't know why it threw me so hard i think it's just because notice that how funny for some weird reason i like it happens so much that girl groups wear heels or boots or something right right, right. so in their choreography which to a certain extent it makes sense but also your feet gotta protect your feet yeah, that's got to hurt, especially with all the movement that they do. Yeah, so it made sense. I just It was just totally threw me for some weird reason. I don't know why. How funny. I'll have to go back and rewatch that and yeah. look at their shoes. I don't know why. <laughs> Distracted by <laughs> shoes. Um, Once again, Sepiel with the voice. I was like, girl, yeah. come on. Um, And this is pretty much where I like picked my bias, not knowing that my bias was the one that was going to leave. Oh, no. Which was Ella. <laughs> I was like, I love the girl with the short hair's voice like so much. It was so good. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's going to be my bias. Just kidding. She's gone. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Her her voice is killer. Yeah. I mean, all their voices are so, so good. But like she Mm. just kept grabbing my attention the whole time. Um, Not the not like like the further we go on, like. I think I start to change who, I mean, Ella definitely would have been my bias, but I have two, I picked two different people because they were just killing me by the end. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I love addicted. Uh, The line where they say I'm addicted, but she's breathing through every syllable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember that. Like I'm uh, like, it's just, Oh my God. (laughs) It's just that pure want and like heavy breathing of being addicted to something and just the way that she sings that and the way that they broke that up it was just so impactful that's interesting because i mean with addiction right it's something that's like all consuming right Mm -hmm. that she's so addicted to this one thing that she can barely breathe Mm -hmm. at that point so it's it's very cool that they were able to incorporate that into into the vocals, into the line. Could you imagine, like, being in the studio, like, okay, I need you to sing this. No, you need to be, like, bigger pauses, more breathy. And she's out of breath. gasp for air between every letter of that word. Yes. And she just, I'm, she's, like, hyperventilating in the, in the studio. Like, exactly. The room, they're like, somebody get her a bag. <laughs> exactly. But, Oh, God, it's just such an impactful video. Mm-hmm. It's so strong. The storyline is just so strong within this video. I just really like it. Um, And the performance, I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Next, we watched a music video it was for their B-side Moonlight, and this was fully animated. Um, I think there was like a little bit of a storyline within it, but I didn't re- I couldn't really like find any details on it. So mm-hmm. I think you just kind of have to watch it and interpret it the way that you want. But it's kind of like they're working through a little bit of like a like a video gamey type animation thing. Yeah. By the end, I think they all get like killed. <laughs> <laughs> like because it does that like video game like. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. But what did you think of the song? 
Um, the song was really good. They did a great job. The animation was pretty cool. Um, one of the girls was clearly Kim Possible. <laughs> did you like see? Like the animation? Yeah. It was like one of <laughs> yeah. the first ones because she had the same hair color. The outfit yep. was the same. I was like, I was like, Kim Possible, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually. That's. <laughs> I was like, where's Ron Stoppable and the Harry Mulrat? <laughs> um. No, it was really cool. The uh, like you could, it really did look like a video game by the end, which was pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. it had a more like disco-y beat to it, mm-hmm. and I really like this about Pixie. But like, they have such a strong concept for their title tracks, but then in their B sides, they really like to experiment. Mm. And so, I like this. This shows like a different color to them, um, doing that more disco-y sound that was definitely trendy. Um, probably at the time of this release and still now, honestly. Uh, next, we watched Bewitched English version. So they released English versions for, I think, most of these songs. That song the was CP. in English? It was. I didn't even notice. <laughs> if you had the subtitles on, you would have been like, oh, okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> even with that, didn't even notice that I was fully understanding that song. Fair enough. To be fair, like, there is a lot going on in this music video. I just, I think at this point, we've gotten so used to hearing songs in Korean that... Totally. Like, you don't, like, you're paying attention to the lyrics that it doesn't even dawn on you when it's in the language that you speak fully yeah. understand. So it's just like... Like how yeah, long? Yeah, you just assume it's in Korean, like, so you're not really paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you pay attention to like what they're saying, but then like it just never registers. You're like, oh wait, mm-hmm. I know what they're saying. That was a hundred percent English. I yeah, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> no wonder I wasn't <laughs> watching the subtitles because I actually knew what they were saying. Exactly. So random. Uh, I think this this song just keeps getting into the theme of the temptation and the dick addiction mm-hmm. so we have lyrics like so sweet and dangerous you told me you're gonna show me the way to the moonlight i want to know the light the night is long nothing else will get my attention seeing you i lost to temptation yeah you got me chained by my wings got me locked in your touch and you know i'm addicted so Pixie know that they're trapped in the temptation of the witch and they are fully bewitched. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of the storyline, that's just, it's just more of a continuation on. But can we talk about the choreo where they lay down and then do a full backbend? Like, do you remember that part where they like turn around, go backwards yeah. and then pop up on their Oh my god! Every, like I, the first time I saw that, I lost my damn mind. <laughs> I mean, understandable. The choreo with the their hands, where they they put their hands, um, with their fingers interlaced over their mouth, and then they flap them, and then there's that animation of the butterfly. Oh, again, kills me every time. And then Sathbiel. When the when the beat like and like they auto tune her voice to go even deeper and it sounds like it sounds like she's possessed mm-hmm. and her audio is just like and it just keeps going lower and lower and you're just like oh shit I just I love this is my favorite song if you can't tell 
Um, this is my favorite song and video. I did. I think I got this one confused, like the lighting confused with this one from Addicted to this one, because this oh, is the okay. one where it's that super dark, dark red lighting. Right, right, right. And, and everything is like black. Yeah. And yeah, and there's a lot of fire. Yeah. I mean, I think that Addiction was... There's a lot of red going on, which they also had the red lighting. But I think that the darker, like the deeper the color of red that this particular lighting was is to show that they're pretty much at this point where like there's no turning back. Like there's There's nothing they can do. Um, Exactly. And also pretty much until up until this point had no idea there was witches up until this point. (laughs) I mean, I do now, but... When I was to be watching fair, like this. they're not showing a witch. Yeah. It's just it's part of like their their lore, their lore yeah. and their storyline. And they like they have like I said like animated videos that they show before. Got it. Got it. So yeah, because that's how you gain that knowledge. There was like a person that was clearly dressed like a witch. Yeah, I think I don't know if Lola is supposed to embody the witch necessarily, or just be that she is so under the witch's spell that okay she kind of looks like her i don't know maybe because she does have like a big hat but there's all that fire and stuff around and oof, yeah it, was it crazy. just looks so good mm-hmm. that video is just so damn good yeah. like if if there's ever if i had to pick one video to show anyone be that one okay on december 9th 2021 the group announced their second digital single call me and Pixie really wanted to offer it as a gift to Winxy to show a new side of themselves. So, yeah, this was very different. <laughs> um, did, I included this, right, in the playlist. I just forgot to write. Yeah, but, like, why here. was this video scarier than all of the other ones? The pink one? The one where it's, like, very bubbly and bright? Yeah. Why was it scary? I don't know. I think it was the way, like, one of them was just, like, staring at the camera, like, smiling, and it was horrifying. Girl, I think you were... <laughs> I don't know why. I think you were watching it wrong, because it was supposed to be cute. Was it? <laughs> I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. It was a great song, but, like, I don't know why. Maybe... Probably... To be fair, like you watch Bewitched, like you watch all these four videos that are just super dark, and then you go to this one and you're like, wait, what? Is this a prank? Are they? <laughs> I was scared. So I think they just wanted to do a cute song. They just wanted to switch up the concept a little bit. Well, for me, they missed it. They just made me more creeped out. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the pink uh, filter Everything that they had on pink. them. It just didn't look very good. I wanted to see more of them and not such a pink washed version of them. But the song was cute. You know, it was very, I I love cute girl group stuff. So on March 11th, 2022, All Our Entertainment released a statement announcing that Ella would be taking a hiatus due to health issues, particularly personal stress and physical disability. Uh, The group would continue to temporarily promote as five members for the time being until she returns. Uh, (laughs) She never came back. She did not. But she, I mean, at this point, they were trying to obviously have her come back. Mm -hmm. Um, On 
Oh, sorry. The group released their 30P titled Reborn on June 15th, 2022, and then member Ella would not be participating as she was taking her break. So the title track for under that EP was Villain. So the opening tagline, Pixie has been reborn, indicates that this is a start of a new era for the girls, both as a group and in their storyline. As described in their description of the music video, the girls are no longer fairies, and they are reborn to bring and to bring any evil to justice. The biggest part of the storyline that can be seen in the music video is Sepiel and Dajon shooting what appears to be the older versions of themselves seen in the fairy forest, indicating their new selves are reborn. Okay. We... St- we still see symbols from the previous era, such as blue roses covered in blood at a crime scene, flash of a butterfly, and the white feather at the end. Um, there's still a balance of good and evil. Even though they are the villains, they are taking down evil. So if you're bad, then you can call me villain, is like their tagline of this era. And apparently they've like assigned characters to each of them in this modern world so daya is an assassin lola's a hacker satbyo is a secret agent sua is a student dajun is a assassin's daughter so i guess you see them in those kind of roles although sua looked like she was working at a jewelry case or a jewelry store so i don't know about the student part (laughs) student thief maybe maybe so what did you think of villain um, the only thing that I wrote for this was killing people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big switch of concept and it was a big difference in terms of their sound, I think. Yeah, they clearly did not wrap their previous storyline. They're just like, you know what? We're done and moving on. So. Well, I think the story was like, they, they wanted to gain their wings. They were told that they would gain their wings if they went to the specific place on time and they weren't going to end up there. And so they just came fully under the control of the witch and fully addicted. So now they are being reborn and they are essentially killing their old selves. They are reborn and they are now fighting the justice and killing evil. Okay. So this is their second life. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think obviously like a lot of it was because with the member change and, the, and yeah. the possible member change, they probably were like, we just need to switch things up a bit and make, yeah. it, make it a little fresh. It wasn't, there wasn't really much they could do about it. Right. Um, Because also I'm assuming that like, because we're getting closer and closer to Sipiel also leaving the group and she's the one yeah. who came up and wrote most of the story, previous storyline. So exactly. it makes sense to sort of to try to like switch to something different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I the the song was very good. Um, it was definitely different from the stuff that they had previously done. Mm-hmm. Um, but not in a bad way. Like it was done very very well. Um, I love the part where it says villain and like that deep ass like villain. Yeah, <laughs> it's like very forward in the yeah sound. Like, I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that's trippy. Yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> I like it. 
Uh, okay, on July 27th, 2022, the group revealed that they would be going on their first U.S. tour, Pixie Didn't See Us Coming tour. The group would start off the tour with the first date in Los Angeles. However, the tour was later canceled. They had some sort of, like, visa issue. I think they said that because they were having issues with the members, personally. I'm, I'm just speculating, but it's yeah. they officially said they had issues with the visas. Okay. So, in August 27th, All Our Entertainment announced that group members Ella and Seth Buell had officially left the group. Got it. And then on September 27th, All Our Entertainment announced that Trini Rinji would be added to the group starting at the European tour. So, it was announced very, like, randomly Mm -hmm. on Twitter, I believe, and then they kind of just started having her pop in on the tour and, like, perform. And people responded pretty well. Like, they actually thought she did a really good job. She fit into the group pretty seamlessly. Um, And she's very, very talented. So let's learn a little bit more about Rinji. She is an 06 liner. So a child. (laughs) Yes. She's the maknae. Main dancer, sub-vocalist. So she was officially added on October 13th, 2022. She was born in Seoul. And she and Dajan went to the same academy. And she is inspired by Blackpink and BB. So, inspired by really good people. (laughs) On December 15th, 2022, the group announced they would be releasing an unreleased song titled Trick or Treat on the 18th. So, this was the first time we saw her in a video. And, like, heard her voice other than seeing clips online from the concerts. Cool. Moving into 2023, Chosen Karma. On February 19th, the group posted a trailer hinting at the upcoming comeback. On February 20th, the group released the scheduler. Uh, in the Chosen Karma countdown talk show uh, held by the girls right before the comeback release, lead vocalist Sua says the title song didn't initially exist until they sat down to pick one out from the album. The decision was between hide and seek and flip a coin, but they eventually decided to remix the songs together and became karma. So I talked a little bit about this on one of our other episodes. Like I think it was March comebacks or February comebacks. I can't remember. Um, I also talked about this EP in in full on our bonus content. Uh, But just a little bit more about karma that I found out when doing research for this. Rinji goes on in the talk show to explain that this album as the universe where a a coin flip would determine the life or death of the evil in said universe. Evil is a big theme in Pixie's storylines, and they even allude to previous comebacks in the lyrics of Karma, particularly the song Villain. Member Rinji further elaborates, I think the main theme of this album is destiny. This worldview is also about Pixie giving the decided fate to the dark city and proving that pixie is the chosen fate the red threads and scissors representing the red strings of life and the greek fates the greek mythology the life of the individual is represented by a thread and the beings who manipulate that life are three women called the fates the first woman weaves the thread to birth someone the second dispenses it to make their life and the third cuts the thread to kill them This is directly referenced in the music video with the girls cutting the red threads with scissors and the lyrics, I'll be your moi pai, or moi lai, I think that's how they pronounce it, um, being the Greek word for the three fates. 
So what did you think of Karma? So much sexy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a definite change. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. It was like literally eight seconds in, Daya had like her tongue out and I was like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> don't you look at the camera that way. I was like so much sexy. It's very different. I like the incorporation of like the Greek mythology too. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I picked my biases officially. I think there were two people that oh. I kept watching, which was Sua and Lola the whole time. Oh, okay. So, um, I really liked the song. Um, it was sick having both the songs mixed together to make one new song. We talked a lot about it, about how, mm-hmm. um, like it was very similar, um, of a decision kind of like with Super M, where the two songs sound really, like, so much better together as one. Yeah, Monster and Infinity, Infinity becoming the song called One. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, versus, like, listening to them separately. Like, it just sounded so much better as, like, a song together. And then this one yeah. was really cool being together as one. They're very good individually, mm-hmm. But I think they combine the best parts of each song into one. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense why they did it. Yeah. Um, the Because they're very good. I understand now what you were saying about the part when they say flip a coin. I was like, damn. The choreo just fits yeah. so well. Like the way they CGI the coin going over. Yeah. Oh, it's just so cool. It's very, very cool. They did a great job with this one. Um, I... I like how they've really sort of like solidified themselves now as like who they are as a group. Mm-hmm. I think just villain was just so different different or, because yeah. you're coming off of like one concept and it just abruptly changes with no mm-hmm. real transition in between. Yeah, um, I know. But they did a better job of like trying to sort of solidify which direction they're going. And sort mm-hmm. of point to, like, okay, this is our storyline now. This is, like, our group now. This is who we are. Yeah. Um, so I think they did a really great job with that. I want to listen to this whole album just to get, like, a sense of... It's one of their best. I will say, like, I, I, all of the songs are really, really good. So I do recommend listening to it. Um. Okay. And that's really about it. So you mentioned your biases. Uh... Daya is definitely my bias. I didn't notice. But I also really like Sua, especially mm-hmm. for this last comeback. Like, I pulled a lot of her cards for this album, and I really like her look for this concept, and I really like her voice. Mm-hmm. But I just love how strong of a girl group this is. And, like, it's just such a shame that they're from you know, such a small company. And so of course they're, they're going to be a little bit overlooked, but I think they're definitely a group that people should pay more attention to. I agree. Um, they have a lot to offer. They're very, very, very talented and they're very unique in the girl group world mm. for sure. So with that being said, anything else before we wrap this up? Yep. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Living K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm slash lovingkpoppodcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at lovingkpoppod. 
And if you'd like to enjoy extra content, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com and search You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. We also offer a subscription option on Anchor or just visit anchor.fm site for more details. You can also email us at lovingkpoppod at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek to geekmediacom to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye! When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Beep, 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 beep. Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.